on the I Shoot You Not Substack, a podcast. Hello, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. This is the I Shit You Not Substack, which you can find at ryanhoff.substack.com. Please head on over and join as a free, paid, or super subscriber. For those that you that have been following along and either reading on Substack or listening to the narrative versions, we are uh, on part three, which is age 19, the sound. So part one was the tornado, part two, the accident, and of the four-part series, this is the part three narration. This one is not necessarily suitable for all listeners or readers. There's some uh, graphic detail, so please uh, proceed with caution or have someone listen to it uh, before you before you share it. With that said, there's some really important um, mental health and um, sort of like warning signs and symptoms of mental health throughout this story. And at the end, I talk about some of the resources that are available. So it is a a powerful um, post, and it really is a tribute to my brother, Joel. And I released the written version on October 20th, which that would have been his 40th birthday. So as a tribute to my brother, Joel, here we go. Part three, age 19, the sound. The building was sold out and the Oilers were leading, which was unusual in the mid-90s as the city struggled to keep the team and move on from the Wayne Gretzky era. My brother Joel and I were at the game together, but we didn't arrive at the same time as Joel was adamant about going early to watch the players' pregame warm-up. I didn't want to go early and was actually surprised when Joel said he wanted to walk to the arena. I mean, we had moved houses a year earlier and now lived in Capilano, which was closer to uh, the Edmonton River Valley, and Northlands was just across the river where the Oilers played. Even though you could walk there, I wouldn't say it was walkable, nor did everyone really, like no one walked to the game. So this uh, made the decision uh, highly unusual. And in hindsight, when I think back, you know, there were plenty of other things uh, with my brother that, you know, were out of character, but not necessarily out of character for a, a junior high teenager. So back to the game, and the horn sounded to signal the end of the Second period, and people crammed their way to the concourse to get refreshments and use the washroom. And my brother asked if I wanted something to eat, and I was like, sure, yeah, please, grab me a small ice cream. And I reached in my pocket, and I gave him some money. Intermissions were never long enough because the old Northlands Coliseum was was packed. It was jammed. It was crammed. It was hard to walk around, and I just stayed in our seats while Joel went to grab the snacks. The announcer returned to the mic and excited by the crowd as the players returned to the ice, 
By Joel's return, the third period was underway, and with the crowd jammed back into their seats, they were small, the aisles were skinny, which made it difficult for the last person to navigate through. And I remember Joel had a slice of pizza in one hand and my ice cream in the other. I could see this massive top on the ice cream as he sidestepped his way to our seats. And, you know, this thing was like five scoops piled on the cone, now flowing like a sugary milk river down his hands and onto the floor. And Joel handed the runny mess to me, and I thought I'd be happy. You know, he thought I would be happy to receive such a gift. And I was like, what are you doing? I said with a scowl why would you get that much ice cream on top of a cone? I was so pissed. This problem had now become mine. And I had this leaky ice cream and I'm looking around to study my next move. And a lady sitting next to us had a container lid from her nachos and she graciously offered it as a makeshift bowl. So I took it and proceeded to plop the five scoop Mount Everest of ice cream on, on the lid. With the ice cream river contained for the moment, it was time to address this in the only way an older brother could, with anger. This is so stupid, Joel. I didn't ask for a $40 ice cream cone. My brother just told me, well, my friend was working the concession and he loaded it up. Well, your friend's an idiot, I said. I said it loud enough that people around us heard. And, you know, I wish I had pushed harder earlier that day when I tried to get him to give me his ticket so I could go to the game with a friend. Joel is not in a negotiating mood though, so I had to use some private information to try and convince him. I'm going to tell dad about you skipping school if you don't give me that ticket, I demanded. To get full access to the I Shit You Not substack, please head over to ryanhoff.substack.com and sign up as a free or paid subscriber.